Hi everybody, welcome back to Pagan's Witchy Corner. My name is Pagan, and today I am joined by a familiar voice that you have heard several times on the show. We love her so much, and that is the awesome and amazing Deborah Blake. Deborah, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. I love coming to visit. I love having you here. And last time you were here, we got to talk a little bit about some of your books, but you have a new one that just, well, I guess you could say it's a newer one because it's been a republish with a new publishing house. And that is Circle Coven Grove, a year of magical practices. And that is with Crossed Crow Books. Uh, they are one of the newer witchy publishers, which we love them so much. And let's talk about this book. It, like, I know it's been out of print for a while and now it's back in print. Did you change anything with it? All the stuff. Uh, the, yeah. Well, first of all, yes, we love Crossed Crow Books so much. They are fabulous folks and they're, they're really providing a service for the witchcraft community by reissuing a whole bunch of these sort of classic books um, that have gone out of print, you know, usually because, you know, the original publisher said, oh, you know, they're, we're not selling enough of them. You know, it's not, it's not an evil plot. You know, there's, there's reasons, but mm -hmm. they're reissuing them with, you know, beautiful new covers and um, with forewords, which the original book did not have a foreword. And interestingly enough, the way this came about was um, they contacted me to ask me if I would be interested in writing a foreword for somebody else's book. And, you know, I said, well, you know, whose book? And it was Sandra Kynes. And I went, I love that book. That book's out of print. Are you kidding? Because I have one on my shelf from mm -hmm. way, way back in my baby witch days. And I said, yeah, that's a, a great book. I'd be happy to write a foreword for it. And and they said, yeah, we're trying to, you know, we're a new company. We're putting out, reissuing a lot of these. And I, I thought about it for about a hot second, you know, as I'm emailing back and forth and went, hmm, I just got the information that my Another book from Llewellyn, which is um, the uh, Witchcraft on a Shoestring, was mm -hmm. going out of print. Um, and yeah, that's another one of the older books, but people people really liked it. It's a good um, book. And, it's a great book. And, I have it. And, um, you know, Circle, Coven, and Grove had been out of print for a while. Uh, it was my, my, my first book ever with them. So it was sort of my baby, you know. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I, I basically wrote them back and I went, gee, it's a wonderful thing you're doing, you know, and by the way, I happen to have two, you know, books that are out of print. I don't suppose. And they wrote back like in 10 seconds. Yes, please. So <laughs> yes, that was the beginning of my relationship with, with them. And, and they really, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still love Llewellyn. I'm, I am very happy to have two options now for having my books out because yeah there some of the older books are going to hit that point where you know for a company Llewellyn size the sales margin is not good enough it's just right. the reality yeah. of business um but you know I had put Circle Coven and Grove back out self-published it myself you know got a, a very pretty new cover done by Mickey Mueller who does lovely artwork and who did the artwork for my eclectic witches book of shadows um such a gorgeous book and we love it yeah i mean oh, so obviously you know, the cover the cover of the book was great but i'm, I'm really bad at self-promotion so when i self-publish things 
you know, when they first come out, I'm like, hey, look what I did. And then I forget to tell anybody about them. <laughs> so it's I much prefer to have an actual publisher. And I have to say, you I think you probably got a copy of Circle Covenant Grove, the new one. Mm-hmm. That the new cover is spectacular. It is I so pretty. Love it so much. We went through a couple little tweaks with it, and they were very good about. When I went, mm, I don't know, but yeah, you know, can we do a little bit this or that's a little bit that's really purple, uh, and, <laughs> and it is. But now it's got more green, and I just, I mean, if I saw this book in a bookstore, I would be like, "Ooh, what's that?" Because it's really they did a beautiful job, and the inside is nice too, and um, they got a foreword written by Patty Wigington, who is. Uh, you know, a long time influence in the witchcraft community. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really, you know, we're sort of like online pals. You know, we, I don't believe we've ever met in person. Um, but, you know, she, when they mentioned her as a possibility for doing, you know, they gave me like a list of four names that I went, ooh, 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 please, you know, ask her if she'll do it. And she apparently was happy to be asked. So, yeah, there is, in fact, a, a new foreword, which is just lovely. But the other than that is, it is in fact the exact same book as the original one. So if people have the original copy, unless they want the new one with the pretty cover, um, you know, then they they really don't need to go out and get it. However, you know, it came out in 2007, so there's probably a whole bunch of people who have never stumbled across yeah, it. And lots of new witches. Yeah, uh, hopefully they will like it. It is, as the name implies, Circle Covenant Grove, a year of magical practice. It is designed for group work of any kind. However, over the years, I've had a lot of solitary witches who you know, co- you know commented to me, you know, sent me messages or emails or whatever, and said, you know, we love this book. We still find it really useful. We just, you know, change up the rituals a little bit so that they're, you know, they're not exactly the same, mm-hmm. you know, so that we could use them as a solitary. So, you know, I I would say to folks who do not have anybody to practice with, this is still going to be a useful book, you know, especially for people who are just either just sort of getting into the witchcraft um stuff or who are not great at coming up with their own rituals which not everybody is right Um, yeah you know i mean and um and the the year of magical practice is because it has new moons full moons and sabbats for an entire year and the way it's laid out is you start in january and you just keep moving along um so it's you know it's easy to to do that um and it's literally based on the first year of practice with my group, Blue Moon Circle, which I started in 2004 and wrote the book in 2005 when we had just finished doing a year's worth of magical practice. Um, so, you know, if if somebody wants to just sit down and say, well, I I would like to get a new book, you know, for myself or a friend or whatever, that I can start in January and just go through the year. Well, here you go. That is a really great way to do it. And there's so many new witches out there that are like, hey, I don't know where to start. 
these kinds of books are really ideal for that because if you don't know what to start and you don't really know what to do and you're trying to figure it out and like you were saying writing your own rituals and your own spellcraft is, can be very challenging if you're new because it's very overwhelming because there's so many books out there they're like you have to have 25 tools to do the things yes please find this esoteric <laughs> herb and uh, you must have the you know the blood of a baby rabbit but you can't have hurt the rabbit right. yeah, no, I, I mean and one of the things that is true with all of my books, including this one, is that the ingredients that I use for them are are all pretty simple things. Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's rose quartz. It's not you know some very fancy thing. And I also always say, you know, if this doesn't feel right to you, use whatever you got. You know, right. it's I'm I am a very pragmatic witch. You know, and if you don't have any of it then just do the ritual without it. It's okay. You can you can improvise. But yeah, not everybody is comfortable with writing spells or rituals. And it was sort of interesting when I first got the idea for this book, standing in the shower, as one does. <laughs> of course, um, that's where the best ideas yeah. come from, is the shower. I, well, you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, apparently the gods can communicate more clearly if you're standing in the shower. Or, <laughs> I don't know how it you know, works, but uh, it does. Brushing your teeth. <laughs> Or basically any place where you do not conveniently have a pen. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, you know, some somebody had said to me you know, right before that, that, you know, they loved my rituals and my spells and that they really weren't comfortable writing their own. And, and you know, I, I sort of got this idea. It's like, you know, I wish I had had a book when I started as, you know, as a newbie high priestess. Because, you know, I started with in somebody else's group and then eventually went out on my own. And, you know, I was like, wow, I wish there was a handy book that told me some of the basics of what to do and, you know, gave me a year's worth of rituals. So I didn't really have to worry about it for the first year. And then I went, well, I guess I've just done that. I could write it. And then I thought, ah, you know, I people can do that for themselves. And, and then I thought about this person saying that they weren't comfortable you know that they just it didn't flow for them you know right. not everybody is a writer you know and not everybody's comfortable writing spells you know I of all the women in my group and we do happen to all be women although we don't have not it's not a rule it just worked out that way mm -hmm. um uh, but there's not one of them who is particularly comfortable doing you know ritual or or spell work every once in a while somebody will say okay i've had an idea and i'll be great yay i get a vacation <laughs> um, but but for the most part it's it's not that i write the rituals because i think they're better i write the rituals because nobody else wants to do it so yes this book was basically came about from a year of doing a you know, my, my first year's practice and thinking, you know, gee, it would have been nice to have a book that guided me through this. And, and so I wrote it. I feel that because in our group, I, I've written many a ritual, <laughs> mostly because everyone's like, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to do. Uh, help. And then now we'll, we'll have moments where we will come together as a group and it's like, okay, we need to do X, Y, and Z. And it's usually through divination and the gods are like, hey, you need to do this. Can you do that? <laughs> do that. Okay. Right. And it's like, 
how 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 am i supposed to do that i don't know how to do that okay well we're gonna figure it out and wing it <laughs> we we also do a fair amount of winging it we used to um like even write i'd write out the quarter calls and things and you know and now it's just like no we've been doing this for almost 20 years oh my goodness just turn in the right direction say whatever comes to mind and if it turns out stupid nobody here cares so, <laughs> i'm sure the gods are probably you know, just laughing like that was good that was good i needed yeah, a joke but, today <laughs> and, and that you know that's it it's just like you know if we were going to do something really formal and invite people who don't usually come we might you know worry about it if it's just us We've been fluffing our way through this for, you know, since 2004. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and you know what they say, you know, to celebrate and reverence and mirth, we definitely get the mirth part. You know, no problem. <laughs> it's like, I can't believe you said that. Heck, half the time I'm like, wait, East, which one's East? Uh, oh, that's air. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad it's not just us. <laughs> no, it really is, you know, especially if for some, like, after COVID, when we hadn't practiced, at, you know, we got together that first year, we were able to get together a couple of times outside, you know, with masks on distancing, because at that point, you know, nobody knew anything. and We weren't mm -hmm. even sure what was safe. Um, and uh, and we've had to give up our, our beautiful chalice. And now we use Dixie cups, little tiny <laughs> Dixie cups for for cakes and ale because we're not putting our lips on a goblet somebody else put their lips on uh you know no we're not crazy people but yeah when we only did a couple of things in you know in the summer and then we went all the way through till like i don't know it was probably beltane the next year we're all standing there going wait how do you do this i don't know dad say something I'm like oh <laughs> i mean the good thing about my group is we started as a virtual group over the internet and we've stayed a virtual group because of all of us are spread out right. literally across the globe we have people from everywhere so you don't have to worry about that you don't have to worry about that but it's very interesting when you have to adapt group practices to a virtual setting because it doesn't exactly work the same um no, you have to I, rewrite I some that. of the stuff that you know especially if it's uh, a beautiful ritual that's written by somebody else that you're like yes we need to do this we want right. to do this the part where it <laughs> says take the person's hand next to you well just wave at them or <laughs> something you know blow a kiss we, we just do computer. it energetically we we send those hands out through the energy and just do it yep. that way <laughs> well you know one of the things that we did you know that first sort of horrible year and a half of COVID when we were all just broken. I mean, yeah. we were just like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, Everything you know, was just at very much low ebb. And the the first couple of things we did, we we had no juice at all for ritual. You know? And so what we did is we gathered together outside, you know, in our little circle and we had a bonfire and we, you know, talked about things a little bit. And then we had a feast. And just being together and having the feast was our ritual. Mm -hmm. That was as close as we could get. And then when we finally got to the point where we really felt up to doing rituals again, you know, we've been practicing together for a really long time. So we got less formal. We stopped doing the, uh, you know, the formal circle casting and the calling the quarters and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, we passed, you know, the sage wand and 
you know, that cast the circle for us because it, you know, it's very evocative to us now. Um, of course, you know, sage is a whole nother. We won't get into that. No, we we won't get tricky. into the sage thing, but just for the record, if you're new to the show and you're not listening and you're like, oh, sage is good. No, sage is not. Please don't. No, if no. you're going to find other things, I promise we've talked yeah. about it in like a million episodes. Just yeah. listen and to the, the other ones. The only, find it. <laughs> right. And the only reason that we're still using sage is because I bought it in bulk many many years ago god i have so much sage too because i got it sent to me right and (laughs) once once it is gone we will have to find another option um it's you know at the rate we're using it that's gonna be 10 years from now if we're still together (laughs) you know 30 years down the road it will be the least of our worries but yes for for newbies uh probably find an uh, you know you can you can use incense there are many things you can use green sage just for the record yeah yeah green green, like sage that you have in your kitchen works great right um also it grows abundantly so if you plant a plant of green sage then you can you'll never run out ever it never dies (laughs) so yeah so there there are various options but yeah what we would do is we would just be less formal go right to the ritual and then you know our our you know feast and kind of things but we just we we sort of went with the flow of what we felt up to. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things. So say you get this book and you're reading the ritual and you're like, well, I like this part, but I don't like that part. There is no rule that says you have to do everything word for word the way it says in the book. And that is, again, true of all my books. You know, people probably get sick of me saying, you know, whatever works for you, there is no run one right way. But it's true. There is no one right way. Say it with me, people. Um, <laughs> That's kind of the theme of this entire show is practice your way. So exactly, yeah. You, you as, don't have as to do long it like as everybody are, else, right? As long as you're not harming anyone or say, you know, burning down your house accidentally, Can't then what, that. That would be bad. whatever you want to do is is the right way for you. And if that's what works, I mean, there are people. You know, and this is something I I really wasn't as conscious of in my earlier books because, you know, again, you know, many years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, when I say, well, you know, focus on X, well, not everybody's great at focusing, you know, or visualize such and such. Not everybody's great at visualizing. You know, there are certain people for whom that is not in their skill set or or if they're just starting out they haven't really learned how to do it yet for some people you know it it just is tricky because of the way their brain works so if visualizing things doesn't work for you get a picture you know get you know make a symbol that represents whatever it say you're working on prosperity and you cannot visualize what that means to you then you know if if what you want is a new job Take a piece of paper, write on it, new job, really mm-hmm. large. That's, you know, just do what whatever works for you. And honestly, like printing a picture from the internet works just as well as trying to be like, I want to visualize this in my brain. And yeah, some people don't think in pictures. They don't think right. that way. See, and, and I do. I, so I, I do too. That, so, <laughs> you know, for, for me, I was like, oh, yes, visualize the thing. And then I would, you know, get emails from people going, well, you know, you know, I have ADHD and I have a really hard time doing that. And I'd be like, oh, alrighty then. 
uh, here's a suggestion, try doing this or try doing this or, or try, you know, doing shorter rituals, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, skip some of the bits. But yeah, whatever, whatever works for you. That's, that's my mantra. And, you know, that's the best way to practice is to do what works best for you. Because if you're trying to do what somebody else is doing and you're like, this isn't working for me, I don't feel like I'm connected, it's probably not your way. Right. So, well, and not every writer, not every writer is going to be writing things the way you like them. That the is people, true. The people who like my books tend to like them because they are fairly informal and chatty and practical and you know mm -hmm. sort of low drag as we used to say in the day <laughs> if you are a person who likes fancy ornate rituals i'm not going to be your writer there are plenty of people out there who do fancy rituals and you can go out there and you know get that get their books it's not going to hurt my feelings at all might hurt my bank account a little bit, but, <laughs> but, you know, I want people to practice the kind of magic that they find fulfilling and satisfying and helpful. And if that's not me, I'll help them find the person it is. I, you know, this is what witchcraft is all about. It's, it's about finding the way to become your own best self, yes. whatever that way is. Absolutely. And that's kind of a really perfect segue to talk about your other book that I didn't even know about until today. This is, and I'm a huge fan of Deborah's books, everyone. Like, I follow her religiously. So the fact that I didn't know about this, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But that is Modern Witchcraft Goddess Empowerment for Kick-Ass Women. I didn't even know this book existed and it came out in 2020. Now, don't get me wrong. That was like the height of the pandemic and nobody, you know, and that don't is talk part, about 2020. So. Well, but that's part of the issue. It not only came out in 2020, it came out in March of 2020. Oh, interesting. Because it says July it, on Amazon. Uh, well, was it July? maybe it was July. But either way, it was the bookstores were closed mm -hmm. you know there was no there was no conferences there were no gatherings the things it sank like a stone nobody heard of it it wasn't just you it's and it's really sad because i loved that book you know i mean god goddesses for the kick-ass woman what could be better and i did specifically say in the intro you know we all have feminine aspects. You could still use it if you are not. Yeah, that, that's similar to like you, you do not actually, you know, um, have to be a Seder woman. Book. Was, yeah, but but it was aimed at helping women and female identifying people, um, you know, connect with goddesses that would help them. Mm -hmm. And so it, yeah, it had two issues. The first issue was when it came out, and I've you know, talk to other people who had books out in, you know, that early to middle 2020 and fiction, nonfiction, it didn't matter. But almost everybody whose books came out at that point, tanked. you know, if you were not a big name author who people knew to go looking for it, you know, like if I, I have no idea if if Stephen King put that book then, but if he I mean, did, honestly, it would surprise yeah. me. He puts out like what two books a year or some crazy right. thing. So like he that. probably did, and people knew to look for it, and you know were signed up for you know alerts from Amazon or whatever. 
um, or got his newsletter. Uh, I do have a newsletter, um, but you know, but yeah, people. So people knew about the big name folks, and that's who they were buying to get them through the pandemic. If it was a book they did not realize was coming out, and here's part two of the issue. This was not with Llewellyn. This mm-hmm. was my first non-Llewellyn book. I did it with um, uh, St. Martin's is what it St. says. St. Martin's, yeah. which is St. Martin's is wonderful. They're huge. This was a tiny little sort of, you know, sideline, which was general new age. Kind of, they put out yoga books. They put yeah. out, you know, meditation mm-hmm. books. And they did not know how to promote a witchcraft book. And so they it really didn't get promoted adequately. And if that happens, that is also the kiss of death. And that is why you have never heard of one of my favorite books I've ever written. Oh, that, that is completely fair. And honestly, I've run into that because um, I started working with a couple of big name. New, I call them the New York publishers because that's where they're right. based out of the big name ones. Um, and I started working with a couple of them because they reached out to me and they're like, hey, do you want this book? And I'm like, yeah. And <laughs> I, you know, one of the books I got, um, which I'm not going to mention the title because I'm not going to drag the author. Right. But it was a book that probably should have never been written. Oh, dear. And it was very harmful to witchcraft. Oh, dear. Oh, it was very bad. <laughs> so, so basically what you're saying is it was put out by a publisher that didn't know any better. Uh, I literally told the publicist that I said, you guys don't have anybody on staff that practices witchcraft that read this book, do you? And they're like, no. And I said, you should hire somebody if you're going to hire, if you're going to do that. Right. Because you should not put this out. Again, I'm wrong. Like it was already published. I know it was a big name publisher. They're not going to pull it off the shelves. Right. 100%. I understand the business aspect of it. But from a religious aspect, it was extremely offensive. Wow. Yeah. And I believe that because. And, and of course, my book was not. Course, but on the yes. other hand, it did not get into the hands of the people, you know, whoever they were sent. If they sent it to anybody to promote it, they were not sending it to witchy people. They were sending it to, I don't know, yoga people. I have no idea. And, you know, don't get me wrong. They were lovely folks to work with, you know, and it was, you know, it was an interesting experience because I learned something, mm-hmm. which is that. Just because somebody offers you money to publish your book doesn't mean that you they're your best option. You know, they you know, they paid more than Llewellyn does because Llewellyn is a smaller publisher. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, my books with Llewellyn keep selling and keep selling and keep selling. So, you know, eventually I make more money. This book, once I got that initial payment, I am you know, you get what's called an advance for people right, who don't of course, yeah. publishing works. You, the author gets an advance and it, that's short for advance on sales. Yes. And basically until you have sold enough books to cover that advance. And it's not like, say the book is $18. I don't remember how much it is uh, exactly. It is $16.99 in paperback so, and $9.99 so, on Kindle or right. so, audio so CDs, say, 20 bucks. Say it's seven, 17 bucks. You know, my portion of that is maybe 80 cents per book. So mm-hmm. I have to sell enough of those books at 80 cents, you know, to make up whatever it is they paid me for my advance. 
And if the book isn't selling, that's never going to happen. So then you don't get royalties, which are the part you get after you have sold through your advance. So the, the sad part of this story is that, you know, yes, I, I, I was paid money, which is lovely, but I will never get any more money from it because they haven't sold. I mean, you know, they're, let's put it this way. They're getting rid of the books that are in the warehouse now. The book will probably go out of print soon. So if people want to buy this wonderful book they've never heard of, they should probably go look for it now. FYI, um, there's only 15 print copies available on Amazon, but it is available on Kindle, uh, Audible, um, Audio CD. I'm assuming it's probably on other, if it's on Audible, it's probably on like, and iTunes I, as well. I have... I have signed copies on at my Etsy shop. That because, too. That is a thing. Because I've got a bunch. So I have a question. Did you did you have a say in your cover design? Uh, yes and no. Um, I I told them what I wanted, which was a a woman reaching up towards the moon. Um, and this is when I knew I was in trouble. They didn't even know how to do a moon. Yeah, I, the reason I'm not saying that I'm not saying it's a bad cover. I'm just saying compared to some of the other covers that of you have had done. Yeah, Llewellyn kind of does an amazing it's minimalistic. <laughs> yeah, it's not a yeah. bad cover. It's just a cover that is very different from the rest of your books. Yeah, well, so I was like, I don't know if she yeah. would have done yeah. that. No, I, I mean, and, and I went back and forth with them a few times, and again, they were trying really hard to give me what I wanted. They just couldn't even visualize what that looked like because they'd never put out which I mean apparently they had a few witchy books because they had people you know that was the other thing is you know on the cover there's always these little blurbs that recommend the book from other authors who write the same kind of book I do that for other authors all the time mm -hmm. if I like the particular book you know Llewellyn will you know contact me and go okay we've got a an author who's got a book you know can you can you, you know, read it and and give us a blurb and I almost always say yes unless I don't like the book in which case no um but I had never heard of any of the people that they had blurbed this book so they must have been there the there are other three witchcraft authors I don't know you I know. know one of them and I I personally have never read her books but I have seen the covers the covers are very right. nice and that's the only reason I know and I'm sure they're lovely and I'm sure their books are lovely but you know, it's the whole point of having a blurb is that the people who recognize that name go, oh, if so-and-so likes that book, it must be a good book. I'll check it out. And if you have no idea who any of these people are, that that doesn't work. I mean, you may still get the book. You may look at the cover and go, oh, it's purple. It's pretty. Mm -hmm. um, there's a woman. Um and the one thing I actually did like about the cover, if you look very closely at that woman, mm -hmm. I believe she is a woman of color. I literally think the same thing. And, um, and I I thought that was wonderful. I think she is a woman of color because of the, the, the way her the hairstyle is. Yeah, yeah. the hair. Um, um, and, you know... I don't know if that was literally the only person they had woman posing with their arms up, but, but I mean, yeah, with so all the I stock like photo that. websites, it's like not difficult to do. It's not yeah, hard to find yeah. one, but, but yeah, you know. it was, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, the ironic part thing about this book is not only did I love the concept, um, but I probably spent more time on research for this book 
than I did on like, because most of my books are just me talking, mm-hmm. you know, and writing rituals and all of that. This I'm like researching goddesses and cultures and all of this stuff. And then I'm like, and now nobody's heard of it. Honestly, the book sounds absolutely amazing. It sounds like an incredible book to have. So I do highly recommend the book. Go check it out, everybody. If you can, get a copy before it obviously goes out of print. If it does go out of print, wait like six months. I'm sure Deborah's probably going to find a way to get it back in print. Um, I'll think of it. <laughs> well, we'll see. It might. It probably would be more like a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yes, modern witchcraft, you know, uh, it's it's. It is a good book. You know, look for the the funky purple cover. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you can, I mean, you can you can probably find it, you know, places and you can definitely get it directly from me, signed by the author, which everybody knows is special. Yeah. Um, uh, and I have it on sale on my Etsy. So I have all sorts of sales going on my, on my Etsy for the holidays. The cool thing but... too is the Etsy link will be in the show description. So if that's like your thing and you want to go get like a copy, maybe for you, yep. maybe not. That's cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, you, the link will be in the show description so you can find that easily. I will also include Amazon links if that's more your cup of tea. Totally right. fine. So either way, pick up a copy because this book is awesome and it should be read. I'm going to pick up a copy because I don't own it. <laughs> And I didn't know it existed, so <laughs> I yeah, I need it's that. My, it's my big, my, it's my secret book. I put it out and then didn't tell anybody. I mean, of course, I I told everybody at the time, but at the time, that's not where people's focus was. You know, they were. You could put things online about, hey, I have a book out, and people would be like, oh, that's great, and then they'd go back and watch the news because it was you know, July of 2020, and we were all freaking out. Um, so, and, and yeah, it was, it was one of those things that, you know, if it had reached people, it probably would have been really helpful for them, but it can, hopefully we'll reach them now. And we'll see, we'll see. You just, you so know, it's publishing. I literally you just know. looked at the Audible cover because that's when I got, because I was like, yeah. See, I, and I've never seen the Audible cover. The I've Audible cover is like. gorgeous. Like, that should have been the main co- cover. It's oh so pretty. God. I had no idea because, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I actually don't listen to audiobooks. Um, I, I like and, the audiobooks for my witchcraft books because then my brain can process them better because sometimes right. I'll read it and my brain's like, and, what did and I just ironically, read? <laughs> uh, you know, ironically, my, um, my brain does not process as well that way. I don't know why. It just, I, I need to, I guess I'm very visual. I need to read. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's sort of funny, but oh my God, I'll have to look up that that cover because um i sent you the link in the chat so you oh can good see it. thank you <laughs> but um yeah the the cover is absolutely gorgeous i kind of i i really wish they would have gone with that cover instead of the other one because like that one is just enchanting and gorgeous like 100 percent. if i saw that on the shelf i would pick it up immediately the oh, other one I, I would be like that's oh, highly ironic oh 
That's beautiful. Isn't so it? Beautiful. Oh my goodness. Okay. So oh <laughs> if you want the pretty cover, get the audible version. If you want the, you know, to have the physical copy, obviously you can do that. Yeah. Digital, and that's, but... that's actually, and you know, it's, it's interesting because that is not at all, you know, what I would have suggested they do, but it is, it is very pretty. It is. Gorgeous. Oh, and here's, here's something interesting. The woman who narrated it, mm-hmm. um, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce her name, Romy, um, R-O-M-Y, uh, Norlinger. Yeah. yeah. She actually also uh, narrated my first two Baba Yaga fiction books. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure why, but, you know, maybe maybe they're like, oh, well, you've you've done Deborah Blake before. I I know that sometimes with the audible stuff like the the audiobooks the they'll put it out for like the narrators to pick and choose so maybe Rami chose you yeah so she maybe she likes the Baba Yaga books maybe she likes you which we will talk about (laughs) which we will talk about on your other show Mm mm-hmm if you guys so are a listener of both shows uh Deborah's gonna be on um Piggins Reading Nook uh this week as well so make sure you check that out um well not this week but i'm everywhere we're, we're gonna be recording an episode for it but definitely check it out because we're gonna be talking about deborah's fiction books and there's a lot of them just like there's a lot of her witchcraft books so yeah if you are new to deborah blake you should 100 percent check out all of her library which you can find on her website which has everything um so definitely again link will be in the show description but there are too many titles for me to read off that's how many titles are and, they, and they'll I never just, run out <laughs> i would just like to say i did not pay her to say any of that no no no, no. i don't get paid to say anything on the shows ever i don't get paid at all to be honest i do this because i love it <laughs> yeah well you know if you want i can send you a copy of the book <laughs> That's as close as I can get to paying you. I can you send don't you a have to pay me at all. Honestly, I love having all of my guests here because they're so much fun to talk to. You guys end up being friends of mine. And literally, like, for example, I messaged Storm the other night and I was like, hey, I got this email about shadow work. And apparently I've never talked in detail about shadow work on the show. Do you want to come on and talk about it? And this oh, was cool. at like 11 o'clock at night on my time zone. So. <laughs> five minutes later he's like yes let's do it let's book it let's go <laughs> so. yeah that's that would be cool i'd listen to that because that's actually not in my area of expertise you know i'm i'm a very sort of basic witch yes. you know i'm i'm really good for this that's why half my books have everyday witch in the in the title because i i do the everyday stuff i mean i do some kitchen witchery and garden witchery you know but I, yeah, I do not actually know a lot about the shadow work, and you know, you'll have to let me know when that one's going to be on because I want to listen that to it. That one um will be airing in January, so I, I'll I'll send you um a yeah. Remind me because as as you well know, uh, if, <laughs> if if you tell me now and then ask me tomorrow what you told me, I'll be like. Did we talk yesterday? Yeah, Are you but sure? That, that's my brain too. So don't feel bad. <laughs> this is why I put everything on like five calendars because otherwise I ain't going to remember oh, anything. Five <laughs> calendars, a bunch of post-it notes. And sometimes, you know, I attach a note to a cat. I also you know, attach, like, I do alarms on my phone. Later, so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good that they remind me when they're supposed to be fed because otherwise. 
Yes, that is that is definitely a thing. Um, but yeah, so everybody who's listening, thank you so much for listening. All of Deborah's books are going to be listed. Well, not all. All the ones we've talked about will be listed in the show description. If you would like the full complete library, head to Deborah's website. Again, link is in the show description. You will be able to find all the titles there and find whatever you need. Also, if you buy directly from the author, most of the proceeds outside of shipping go to the author, whereas buying from like Amazon, they only get a portion of those. So if you really want to support your well, authors, buy directly. <laughs> or or buy directly from, say, Llewellyn. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you can go to Llewellyn and, and you know, I know if you have Amazon Prime, you know, you get free shipping. But Llewellyn, if you buy like a couple of books, and I think it's like up to $35, which is like two books, then you get free shipping from them too. I think it's 25, and but I could be wrong. It it's might, been a yeah, minute, it might so. be 25. Either way, it's very reasonable. Mm -hmm. And they run sales periodically, and my things are in the sales periodically. Like they, right now, through the, until New Year's, they have a huge sale on. So my advice to you, if, if you don't care if it's signed, if you want a signed book, absolutely come directly to me. But if you just want to support the publisher and me, and get it on sale, almost everything they have is on sale right now. My tarot deck, which people love, is on sale in their holiday sale. So mm -hmm. yeah, I would go to Llewellyn.com, check out and see if any of the books that you have on your wish list uh, are on, on their sale because you know they've got, they've got some great stuff. Some of it not even written by me. I, you know, my, does Crossgrow yeah. have a, a store on there? site i don't remember yeah yeah you can buy directly from Crosscrow. in fact they have pre-orders uh for my next book which is being reissued by them the witchcraft on the shoestring you can actually pre-order it from Crosscrow now i'm not sure it might be up for pre-orders on amazon i don't i, I really should it is. no i don't think so i think what they do is i think they put it up on their site oh and the other thing about circle covenant grove Crosscrow has a limited edition hardcover version Ooh. that I believe is only available on their site. So if you are a hardcover person, which some people like to have their witchcraft books in hardcover, um, and they're not often available that way, you can get the limited edition, super special hardcover directly from Crosscrow Books. So there you are. Also, Witchcraft on a Shoestring is still available on Amazon. It's not completely out of print on Amazon, but um, that the Llewellyn version is still available for $16.99 uh, Kindle or $20 on paperback um, if you want it immediately. Um, I'm right. assuming that's I don't know how much you've changed uh, anything in the book. Yeah, in there. that's it's the it's the same too. Um, I I think probably what that is, you know, you can't get it from Llewellyn. Uh, you can't even get it from me because I don't, I think I went through all of them. I may have a copy left. Um, probably what, what you're seeing on Amazon is their last copies of the discontinued version. And so, yeah, if, if you happen to like oh, that no, cover I'm better. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I misspoke. The pre-order from Crosscrow is up. That, the that's Kindle what I thought. I'm like, I don't Llewellyn. think they have I was looking at Kindle. Well, My apologies, everyone. I misspoke. The Crosscrow pre-order is available for $19.95 um, on Amazon. That is available right now. Um, if you want the Kindle version, the Kindle version of the original is still available through Llewellyn. Right. So. I wonder why. That's interesting. Oh. I wonder if Cross Crew knows that. 
um, because I'm, and it may be that that will go away once the new one is out. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I'm not sure how that works. Um, but um, yeah, that's the. I will have to look into that because uh, Llewellyn should be selling the Kindle version <laughs> anymore. Um, Just and, saying that's and, how it's appearing on the website. So it yeah, might well, just be and, taking a and, minute. You know, yeah, and it, yeah, my guess is that either somebody just forgot to take it down, um, which you know, I mean, they deal with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, or or else it's just you know one of those yeah, the Amazon hasn't gotten around to doing it. You know, they get sent a note and they're like, oh yeah, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, I know that Amazon's like their their book side of stuff has been a little wonky lately because yeah, they they've had some issues, but that's a which whole is thing. which is. You know, one of the reasons why I recommend that people, if possible, and, you know, I, who am I kidding? I, I get lots of books from Amazon. You know, I am not guilt-free here. Um, uh, but, you know, I also do often get things directly from Llewellyn or places like that. And the one good thing about getting something directly from the publisher is that you do not have to worry that it is a pirated knockoff, yes. which we have had some really serious problems um, with, especially with the tarot deck. Uh, the tarot deck is pirated so often it should be sailing the seven seas and shouting ahoy there. <laughs> I um, actually get, was gifted a, pi- a pirated tarot deck uh, of yours. It's horrible. I mean, yeah. every every week I get an email from somebody saying, gee, you know, I bought your deck and it didn't come with the book. And it said you had to scan this QR code at the back and it didn't work. Could you send me the book? And I'm like, well, first of all, that's that's not right. You know, it always comes with the book. If it didn't come with the book, it's pirated. Doesn't have a QR code on the back. Not only are you not going to get the book, you probably just got a virus. I'm very sorry. Um, but the other thing is, I don't have the book by itself because it's not sold that way. No, it's sold you know, with there's the deck. No way, right. It's it's a kit that has the book and the cards in a beautiful like box. It's gorgeous. It's a you know really stunning, stunning set. But you know, the thing that gets me is that people go to these horrible sites like Timu and Wish. And they buy it for $8 when it's normally, what, 32 or something. And then they're surprised to discover it's a knockoff. They're like, why? And 95% of the stuff on Timu and Witcher you know, are all knockoffs. Oh, I, yeah. I will not, I won't use either of those sites. And I tell people not to use either of those sites because, you know, it's almost all, you know, not legit. Um, right. You know, I mean, I, I haven't. I haven't even looked at them to find out, you know, the only time I look at him is to go, oh, yep, that's the, my, look, there's my deck in a, in a, you know, a tin. Did we put it out in a tin? We did not. Nope. Nope. Uh, But bringing it back to Witchcraft on Shoestring, if you are going to pre-order it, the new cover is so awesome. Like, oh my God, it's so good. I love the whole, like bullet journal yeah. sticker kind of cover it's so cute oh my gosh and, you know they came <laughs> up with that idea and at first i was like oh i don't know and they sent me you know the first version and i went oh those are not my colors you know too much pink <laughs> too much pink um and they changed it and i went you know really love this and so you know this was definitely you know kudos to their art department because it 
that was not the vision that I would, I mean, I didn't have a particular vision for it, but you know, when they first said, well, how about this sort of scrapbook looky thing? And I went, um, oh, well, show me what you had in mind. And it's actually now one of my favorite covers. It I, is so I, good. And honestly, it, like, I, I'm like, you, know, so you zoom in and look at it and I'm like, I think they actually put this together and took a photo. Yeah, I believe they did. I because think they, it, they, it doesn't they, look digitally rendered. Now, don't get me wrong. No, there's I, digital I, renders I now that are so it. good, but yeah. this doesn't look digitally rendered at all. So I'm like, no, ah. it's it's very cool. It is a very very cool cover. Um, and and I I'm assuming it's going to come out in Audible too. I don't. I don't I know. Don't, but it does not say. Um, it does say that it is available for purchase. Um. And it will be delivered on March the fifth, twenty twenty four, um, from Cross. Yep. Crow. So it's yes, it is. So. It is coming out in March. It's it's uh you know it's very exciting. In fact, March is going to be a big month for me because I also have a new book coming from Llewellyn in March, which means I'm going to be tap dancing really fast to do all you know all the promotion <laughs> without sounding like uh, all I do online is say buy my book it's gonna be buy my book and look here's 15 cute cat pictures now buy my book um <laughs> but yeah the eclectic witches book of shadows companion is coming out i did see to, that one and and that that is also going to be a lot of fun and i'm sure you'll have me back to talk about both of course of those. We're, we're gonna talk about that and then we're gonna talk about the other one that's coming out i believe in july which is the Wellness Little Book of Spellcraft that is coming out as well. So we're going to talk and, all about and that. And there's more. <laughs> and there's yes, more. There's, there's, well, I have a new Oracle deck coming out with Elizabeth Alba, who was the illustrator for both the Everyday Witch Tarot and the Everyday Witch Oracle. And we've got the Everyday Witches Familiars Oracle coming out in May. And oh my God, it's so gorgeous. It is so, so gorgeous. It's all these different animals. It's not just cats. There's a cat, there's a dog, but there's a wolf and an owl and a everything. Oh my God. Uh, and the art department did a fabulous job on the, you know, again, the cover of the box, the cover of the book. So we are both super, super excited that one's that's May. It, it was funny. It was actually not supposed to be out until I think August, and mm -hmm. then some another oracle wasn't finished in time, and ours was. Um, so they bumped it up, and we're like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's going to be a busy, busy first part of the year for me. You know? <laughs> a lot of tap dancing, lots of tap dancing, lots of promotion, all the good stuff. Uh, but yeah, everyone who's listened, thank you so much for being here. We we love you guys listening to this. We love you just joining us to hang out and talk and all that good stuff. Um, if you are able to, definitely buy all the books that you can from Deborah and love her work because it is wonderful and amazing and great. Just go buy them. Uh, again, links are in the show description, so you will be e easy to find. And on top of that, if you are unable to purchase books because the economy is tough and we understand that, go ask your local library if they have a copy. If they don't, they will either request it from another library or they will purchase one for that library. So you can support your local library and still get your Absolutely. Data. So and, and some people think authors don't want you to go to the library. I get books from the library all the time. I I grew up in a library. My mother was a library librarian, then a library director. My first job is in a library. So yes, if you don't want to have it on your shelf forever, 
go to the library. Absolutely ask your local library if they will buy it. Sometimes they will. Mm -hmm. If not, yes, they can probably get it. You can also, you know, if you want to support somebody local, go to your local indie bookstore if you yes, have one. If or, they have one. Or if you happen to be lucky enough to have like a witchy new age store, those stores will special order you any book you ask for. Yes. Any book. So, you know, by all means, go support your local library, your local indie stores, um, you know, if that works for you. And one last thing, make sure you're even if you get the book from the library, you can still review it. But if you buy the book, please review it because it actually really does help the authors. It helps their books get seen. It helps their books, you know, basically end up in those algorithm feeds that we all hate. Um, but yeah, the reviews help so much. So if you can review the book. And if you don't like the book, you can still review it. It's not horrible. We don't like bad reviews, but we do understand that sometimes that does happen. So, but reviews do help regardless. They so, they yeah. do. And <laughs> and it's it's okay to say, well, this is a four-star book, not a five-star yes. book. You know, you're, um, you're not a bad I mean, reviewer. If you I'd, put give I'd, us four or three stars, we don't right. mind. <laughs> you, know, you know, if you really, really hate it, well, uh you you don't actually have to. You don't actually have to review it, but... But, but, you know, if it's if it's something where you're like, well, you know, this wasn't the book for me, but I thought it was really well written, mm -hmm. and gee, that Deborah Blake is so nice, you can go say that. That's all yeah, right. I'll that, that's it. always a good thing. But yes, that is always a good thing. <laughs> reviews, so important. So important. <laughs> all right, everybody. Will you guys take care of yourselves? Be kind to each other. Uh, be careful especially with all this crazy weather we had some crazy weather here at my house recently so make sure you're being careful and being kind to each other and i will see you all next time bye everybody